You are listening to the Horizons Church Podcast. Hey, welcome back to the Horizons Church Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Pastor Josiah. And today, by phone, I am joined by none other than our Horizons Church Barbara County Campus Pastor, Jeff Burnett. Hello, Jeff. Hey, good to talk with you, Josiah. (laughs) Yeah, good to talk with you too, Jeff. So thank you for joining us today. Really excited to talk with you about something that I think, you know, a lot of folks at our church are aware at this point that we have um, campuses. You know, we have this kind of model that's one church, but we're in many locations. But I think that for those who attend, like, let's say Lost Creek, or maybe all they've ever attended their entire time at Horizons is just a single campus. It's kind of a, mm-hmm. um, it's kind of a mysterious thing. It's kind of like out there kind of, you know, like, oh yeah, I understand we have multiple campuses and uh, that's how we do things, but it's, it's kind of still, you know, kind of mysterious. There's, it's fun to talk through and think through. So we're excited to just kind of pick your brain on that and, uh, sure. kind of get the insider scoop on, uh, campus pastor life and uh, video campus life in general at Horizons Church. So to start off, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself and what led you to become a campus pastor at Horizons Church? Well, sure. Uh, For me, of course, husband to Kim for 23 years now, amazingly. And we have three amazing young people. I can't say kids because they're (laughs) 21, 19, and 17. And, and, you know, my being a pastor, we've really done this together uh, as a family. And so, so a shout out to my family. I love them. And of course, you know, if I'm describing myself, no description could be complete without mentioning that I love anything with a Frisbee, Uh, whether, (laughs) whether it's disc golf or ultimate Frisbee or can jam and, and Josiah, you and me and Zach, the worship leader there at Lost Creek. And of course, my colleague, Mike Allen from the Salem campus, we've often gotten together and played some can jam. Yeah, we we have. We have um, a monthly gathering of the entire staff for leadership training. And you know, I I won't make you feel too bad about how often Zach and I have. <laughs> you would have to rub that in in front of God and everybody say, here. Well, you you brought it up. You know, you brought uh, it that up. That is true. So. I did open the door. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. We 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 love playing frisbee at Horizons Church, and Jeff Absolutely. is a champion of that. <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but it's a lot of fun. That's yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. But as far as uh, what brought me to Horizons, I was attending Horizons with my family back in 07, 08 up at Lost Creek. And we commuted all the way from the Philippi area mm, up to wow. Lost Creek. And we loved going to church up there, but it was just so far away. Yeah. I ended up taking a job in Missouri at my college alma mater, worked there for four and a half years or so and just loved that job. However, the job was was starting to be phased out. And I began seeking the Lord, okay, what's my next move? Yeah. And funny enough, when I really just looked deep, I felt like, I, you know, if, if I just had my druthers, I've really always wanted to be a pastor. Mm-hmm. But yet I was a broadcasting major in college. <laughs> and so it's like, <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I've done, I had I'd worn a lot of hats in ministry over the years, at, you know, as a, a lay minister. And yet just wasn't really sure if, if that would be 
you know, something the Lord would have for me and prayed mm-hmm. about it, ended up reaching out to your dad mm-hmm. and sent him a Facebook note and just said, oh, I remember when we attended there, you used to talk a lot about planting churches around North Central West Virginia. In fact, even planning up to 20 churches by the year 2020. And of right. course, this was back in, in 2012. Mm-hmm. And I, I reached out to him and just said, if you're still interested in, in maybe planting in Barber County, we have connections there. And my wife grew up there. And so uh, long story short, your dad ended up hiring me and we came out and and uh, rolled up our sleeves and planted a church in junior, uh, which <laughs> opened in 2013. And yeah. we are so blessed. We have about 150 people that call Barber County Horizons their church home. And we just have a great group of people. And I love I love the job. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So you you, you, you've done a number of unique roles before you came to us um, in the role of campus pastor. Like you said, you're mm-hmm. in journalism. Like you said, you were that was Evangel, right? Where you worked um, yes, in Missouri. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sure that those different roles kind of contributed in unique ways to what you do now as a campus pastor. Absolutely. In fact, I mean, just to interject, yeah. you know, I feel like in many ways I've looked back and realized how the Lord has led me to this role through all the other roles I've had. And I believe no matter what we're in, whether it's as we were talking about being a priest a couple of weeks ago at Horizons, how, you know, no matter what we're doing, we can be doing it for, for the Lord and right. as unto the Lord. And but I look back and realize I was a, a college recruitment guy. I was in public relations and marketing, did some banking for a while. <laughs> yeah. But everything I did was basically people. I was a realtor actually for seven years. Everything I did was people-oriented, and and funny enough, those skills I learned over the course of 20 years really were setting me up for the people-oriented role I have as a pastor, kind of treating the folks that attend our church just like I would treat customers as a realtor. You know, if they reach out to me, I'm trying to be quick to get back in touch with them and to minister to whatever their need is, and it really just feels very comfortable. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That leads me to a question, and I think you've kind of you've kind of touched on it even a little bit. You kind of hinted at it. Why are campuses such a vital part of what we do at Horizons Church? Like, what's the what's the big deal with that? Why do we push those so hard? Absolutely. Well, I think geography, at least for us in mm-hmm. West Virginia, has a lot to do with it because your dad, when he planted Horizons in 1997. You know, he could have said, you know, I want to have the biggest church in West Virginia. I'm just going to keep growing and we're, you know, we're going to bring as many people into this specific location as we can. Or we can think outside of ourselves and think, what can we do in Barber County? What can we do in Salem and Grafton and Buchanan, you know, and, and all these in Weston and all these. And, and of course, now Berkeley County, right. but all these different locations how, how about we reach out with our same style of ministry to, to them? Because Horizons does have a different uh, way of doing church. And I think it's a very effective, very modern way of presenting the gospel. The, the messages are, are very Bible-focused, are, are very sound theologically, and yet they're also very practical. And it's easy for people to find as they're listening to the message, here's how I can apply this to my life and the worship is very contemporary. And just the way we, we do things is, I think, very effective. And, and I think that's the reason as a church, we are continuing to grow, uh, even in an era when a lot of people are, 
are starting to give up on church. And as church attendance declines uh, nationwide, we feel like, you know, there's still a lot of people that are are searching for a place where they can belong, where they can uh, find out the real meaning of life. And of course, that's through salvation through Jesus Christ and serving mm-hmm. him. But, you know, it's great that your dad had that vision from the Lord to reach out beyond that Lost Creek area. And so that's why we started the video campuses. And of course, we had Buchanan that started about uh, 10 or 11 years ago. And mm-hmm. we, we Barber County started in 2013 is when we opened. In 2014, we had Salem and Grafton both open that year and, and Weston and Lewis County there in 2015, as well as our online campus. And now here it is, 2018 in Berkeley County right. is uh, on the verge of opening. So it's exciting. We've, yeah. we've planted seven churches here in, in West Virginia, including Berkeley County, that's having their first lo- uh, soft launch service this Sunday, and then seven uh, church orphanages in Cambodia. Yeah, yeah. It puts me in mind of uh, the way that the New Testament kind of changed the religious landscape as far as, you know, before Jesus came, it was more of a come and see kind of a thing. You know, you'd have to like, mm-hmm. go to the temple in Jerusalem uh, and become an Israelite, you know, mm-hmm. uh, in order to participate and be part of God's chosen people. Um, and now, you know, when Jesus comes, it's more of a go and tell that, uh, you know, salvation through Jesus and uh, the true worshipers worship in spirit and truth, that kind of a that kind of a vibe, you know, mm-hmm. um, it puts me in mind of that. So what, as far as being a campus pastor, what, what does that job look like for you? Like on just like the day to day, what kind of responsibilities, um, does that entail for you? And what does Sunday morning look like for you? What, what kind of things are you, you doing? Well, I, I feel like it's an amazing job because there's so much variety, uh, to, <laughs> uh, to what we do. You know, basically, as far as what Sunday morning looks like, because we all know that that pastors only work on Sundays. Correct, right? so, of course. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So it's it, it truly is great. You know, my family is usually the pretty much the first there, along with our our fellow uh, uh, amazing volunteers that that come and we you know get the building going. You know, everything, all lights on, coffee going, all this good stuff, and. Uh, the worship band, uh, which which all three of my uh, young people, <laughs> children, they do a great job with the with the band. But uh, my wife leads our children's ministry, so we're we're just kind of getting everything up and running. And then for me, I facilitate the service, mm-hmm. and and you know my pretty much my main job as campus pastor is overseeing pretty much everything that goes on at our campus. Which there's just like at Lost Creek, there's a lot of. Uh, things that are happening and we you know want to make sure we're being effective in everything that we're doing and so Sundays what we do is at Barber County our sanctuary has limited seating we only we were very blessed by the way to get the building that we meet in we All got right. it for a dollar yeah. from uh, our friends at the heart and hand a nonprofit organization here in Barber County that does a lot of great ministry but uh, they owned that building for about 10 years. Before that, it was a Methodist church building for 100 years. So it's a beautiful <laughs> old building. Yeah. But we got it, it has some disrepair, and we got it in 2013 and, and spent a couple months renovating that building. Fresh paint, new carpet everywhere, new bathrooms and all that. And we opened almost five years ago, coming up here in just a few weeks. Crazy. But it is. It's amazing. But as far as the job, I feel like it's a very relational job where – 
we use the the sermon most of the time that is being preached at Lost Creek, mm-hmm. and and we benefit from a preaching team there with uh, yourself, your dad, and Steve Felder, the Lost Creek campus pastor, and we watch that message. I introduce the message as as a facilitator for the service, just as if you guys were in the room. You know, hey, mm-hmm. today we have Josiah. Come on up, Josiah. Share God's <laughs> word with us. It's that kind of feeling, yeah. and you would think that it being on video, it would seem kind of kind of strange. In fact, we've had some pushback on that where people think, well, that's not, you know, that can't be real or can't feel the same. I am here to tell you, it feels the exact same <laughs> as if you are sitting in the Lost Creek Sanctuary and you as the speaker are, are there in the on the stage. You know, and Josiah, you tell me, where are most of the people looking in that sanctuary they're yeah. probably looking a bit to either side at the yep. big screens looking up at the video <laughs> yeah yeah so there, it really just doesn't feel that different so so the the model seems to work well where again as we we're talking about being one church in many locations we can benefit from having the same message it's not just that we share the horizon's name we have the same message at all the campuses and even we as the campus pastors speak four or five times a year at our own campus. And, and even if it's our individual take, it's the same subject. And right. uh, like, like I preached the, the sermon that you shared there at Lost Creek about being a priest mm-hmm. in this Mosaic series, I, I preached that same basic message at Barber County. But we, we, in addition to that, of course, on Mondays, we as a staff get together and brainstorm best practices and, and just find out what the right hand, you know, and the left hand is doing. And, right. you know, that's just good to understand. But I feel like throughout the week, there's just a lot of building relationships, whether it's mm-hmm. in, in our community groups or our small group ministry that often meets in homes or meeting up with one of our church attendees, having lunch and a or maybe a counseling time at the church or uh, premarital counseling. Of course, I do weddings and funerals and uh, hospital visitation and just really, you know, people reach out to me. Hey, pastor, can you pray with us about such and such? And it's just a lot of uh, a lot of Facebook messenger, a lot of texting. <laughs> and and I love that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a very, I mean, when you think of the pastoral role, I think, our campus pastors, you know, you and Mike and Tom and uh, Dave and Glenn and Dan. Those are <laughs> just mm-hmm. went down the litany of all of our campus pastors there. I mean, that's the kind of work they're doing. You know, you guys are doing it's very relationship oriented, very people oriented. And that's just I think that's really awesome. You know, giving people that it's like that personal touch, you know, mm-hmm. um, that, that I, th- I think sometimes is in danger maybe of going uh, extinct almost uh, in some capacities today. And if I was speaking every single Sunday, that would limit my time in being able to do all the ministry that's relational that is required of a pastor Mm -hmm. because I'd be spending 15 or 20 hours that week preparing my message. So uh, the fact that we use the video frees us up to be able to focus on some of those other things that sometimes as a pastor can get kind of pushed to the side because like it or not, the next Sunday's coming right, you know, right around. And I I am amazed at the pastors that not only preach every Sunday, but also if their particular church model has a Sunday night service or a Wednesday night service, and they're they're preparing three, maybe four messages a week. I I am blown away by those guys. I have no idea how they're able to do all the work of the ministry that truly is needed. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. 
That's it's a bit insane. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, it's something else. So here, that actually leads me to another question. What are some of the unique challenges that you've faced being a campus pastor? You know, I think that's a good question. I, I think that perhaps just being torn in so many different directions, like any of us, no matter what pastoral role or just any job that, that anybody works, time management is such a key, trying to decide, decipher what is the most important thing I need to be doing today. And uh, and yet at the same time, trying to look down the road and be planning for the future or even the, the near future. For example, we have our, our fifth anniversary coming up. And so I'm starting to, here it is late August, our anniversary is October 20th. And I'm starting to try to wrap my brain around, well, what are we going to do for our fifth anniversary to celebrate that? And so it seems like just wearing a lot of hats, basically, yeah. and trying to decide you know, how to do it all. And of course, there's no way that we could pull it off without all of our amazing volunteers. I mean, we just have so many key people that have stepped up to take the lead in some of the various areas of ministry. And for example, we have uh, some folks in our congregation that put together the volunteer schedule and give leadership to the first impressions team, for example. And you know, different areas of, of ministry that we have. So uh, if, if I was having to do absolutely everything, ugh, I, you know, I'd say my hair would fall out, but that's already happened. So, <laughs> uh, you know, one good. other thing I think is a challenge is sometimes the misperception that if you're not preaching every Sunday, that means you're not a real pastor, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. uh, you know, that's that, well, you know, if you're a real pastor, then you're, you're preaching every Sunday to your own congregation. And I just don't believe that has to be the case. I'm a licensed and ordained minister as well as our other pastors are. And if, if I, if I had that model, like we were talking earlier about preaching every Sunday, that would limit me in other areas. And, and it does free me up to, for example, last night I went up and and preached to the uh, youth there at at Lost Creek. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're in a great, great series about our doubts yeah. You know, just kind of tackling doubts head on of the Bible or of the faith. And so anyway, we, we started that last night, but, but I'm freed up to, to do other things like that. I'm very active in our local ministers association. I'm able to, to speak at, at local uh, services that we have here. And, but I, I just think sometimes even among my fellow pastors in my community, they might just kind of wonder, you know, if you're not preaching every Sunday, what do you do? You know, <laughs> yeah. and so you just have to kind of ex- explain. Well, I'm actually able to do quite a lot, you right. know, because I don't have that. So it's it's uh, maybe fighting that misperception, but honestly, it's just such a, a great way, kind of a team approach, the way we we do our job. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So here's a final question for you here before we mm-hmm. get ready to sign off. If you could go back in time, five years and tell yourself one thing about being a campus pastor that you wish you knew back, you know, five years ago when you were getting ready to launch this thing, uh, what what would that be? What would that one thing be? It's actually an easy one for me to answer because I've been communicating a lot with Glenn Murphy, who's the new campus pastor for this Berkeley County uh, location that we're launching this starting this week. And officially, I'm back to church Sunday, September 16th. But I told Glenn, I was like, you know, if I had to look back on five years ago when I was painting our building 
uh, along with volunteers. I, I was personally laying ceramic tile on the floor, stuff I'd never done before, by the way. <laughs> but, but when we were doing all this stuff, it's like I wish I could have known, wow, here within the next five years, there's going to be 70 people that have received the Lord and followed him in water baptism and just all the great ministry experiences, all the great people that God was going to bring into our location, people I never would have met otherwise, right. that are now people I consider great friends, people that I love. So I, if I could have even realized how awesome the the role of pastor was going to be as a church planter and being able to minister right here in my wife's home county, uh, it has just been a blessing for our whole family. Yeah, yeah, that's an awesome way to look at it, I think, coming at it from that positive side and battling, I think, some of that discouragement that, you know, is prone to maybe creep into mm-hmm. not just man, not just a pastor's mind, but anybody's mind who's mm-hmm. taking up a work like this is that, man, you just, you have no idea what, what's going to happen down the road in five years, the awesome things that God is going to be doing. So I think that's awesome. I think that's a, yeah. that's a great thing for all of us to think about. So, Jeff, thank you so much uh, for joining us for this discussion on the podcast. Uh, and for those um, who are listening who maybe want to come visit your campus, uh, what times do you meet and where can they find you? Well, come to think of it, I'm not sure if I actually finished my, my sentence from uh, 20 minutes ago, but we actually meet twice. I was talking about limited seating and then oh. I trailed off. I have a way of doing that. But I, uh, <laughs> we started off with one service and on our second year anniversary, we had pretty much got to a point of, of outgrowing our own building. So we went to two services. Yeah. And so we meet for the last three years, we've been meeting at nine thirty and at 11 o'clock on Sunday mornings. We are right on the main road in junior about halfway through the town is about a two mile strip uh of that main road through through the metropolis of junior and we are literally half halfway so uh, no matter what direction you're coming from from the billington side or the elkin side once you see the junior sign go about a mile and we are there uh it's a a tan building with a a green metal roof and a big big horizon sign right off front but it's it's uh, we we have a great group of people and it's it's a lot of fun. Anyone would be welcome. Yeah, and uh, for those of you listening, and you want to know about any of our other campuses, you want another location, service times, maybe you want to go pay them a visit. Uh, you can find all that information at horizonschurch.net at the mm-hmm. locations tab at the top of the page. So, Jeff, once again, thank you so much for joining us. And for those of you listening and you have any questions, uh, maybe you want to bring Jeff back onto the podcast and ask him a question about his frisbee technique and, uh, oh, you know, and you want to find out um, how, just how many times Zach and I have beat him and oh, Mike Allen oh, at Can <laughs> you, you can send those questions to podcasts at horizonschurch.net. Uh, Jeff, hey, thank you again so much for joining us today. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. We'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.